Share comments with Shadow of His Wings Ministry at 210-887-9007 or online at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Love is done its part And let Him reign in my life and my heart Love is done its part Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Thank you for joining us this evening here in uh, beautiful South Texas. It's kind of a spring-like day in fall, so we're glad to have good weather. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shay, who's been doing wedding stuff all weekend. Our daughter's getting married soon, so she's uh, probably on her last leg. So we'll we'll just keep prodding her along until we're finished tonight. Hi, Shay. Hi. I'm doing good. I'm ready to have some conversation. This is probably our first conversation all weekend. She's been out running around, so we're uh, we're just glad you all are joining in. Uh, you are here with Shadow of His Wings Ministry, Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. I'm Lee, and this, and I'm here with Shay. Uh, we're the co-hosts of this show, and we, uh, we want to offer, first of all, uh, we are a call-in show, so if you are interested in calling in, uh, let me give you out the numbers. Uh, we are at, uh, you can call at 210-340-9585 or toll-free at 877-630-5757. And uh, last week we tackled the topic of healing hidden wounds, kind of how we got our our name and how the radio show got its name. Uh, tonight we are going a little deeper in, and we're going to talk about a specific wound, the father wound, and uh, kind of the effects it has on people as they as they walk through this world. And so again, we're just glad to have you. Speaking of healing, I want to tell you about a couple of healing retreats that we have coming up. We have a Journey to Joy. It's a wives' retreat. It's uh, for wives whose husbands have struggled in sexual addiction and pornography. And that is November 21st through the 23rd. And we also have a men's healing retreat called the Fervent Warrior Retreat. It's January 30th through the 1st of February. So we're excited about those two weekends. You can go online at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to register. And to get a little more information if you're interested. So let's start uh, offering some uh, answers to life's tough questions tonight about uh, the father wound. The father wound is one of, uh, I believe, the most important wounding areas that we talk about. Because the father can be the, is absolutely, in my opinion, the rudder of the ship of their children's life. A father has the power to direct and steer his children to great things or to the rocks and the crags of destruction. And so we hope that um, that tonight will be helpful. Uh, I want to make a disclaimer up front. I'm a father, and uh, I'm also not here tonight to to bash fathers or to tell fathers that you're failing out there. I'm just here to say let's look honestly at wounding. And let's look at just the places that fathers have perhaps wounded their children. And it's important to also look at how they've been wounded because past hurts cause present problems. And so we really want to look at that tonight. Well, and I think it's important also to look at how a person's relationship can, with God can be affected by the way uh, maybe there's been some wounding in their past through their father and So I think it's important to look at that. Absolutely. You know, it's important to begin to look at the idea that our ultimate father, God, and his presence in our life can be affected by the way we've seen our own father. And, you know, at times I'm just going to offer to folks even now there might be some walls coming up (laughs) because it's a it's a hard topic to talk about our fathers and mistakes that might have been made. But I just want your hearts to be open. And actually, I'm going to pray before we jump right in here because I'm feeling the need to pray for folks who might be listening. So, Father, we come to you as our ultimate dad, as our Abba, 
we come to you and we say, okay, Daddy, we need you tonight. We need you to sit with us and we need you just to share with us the things that you know about us. You told the woman at the well that uh, through Christ told her that you you gave her all the information she ever needed to know about her life. And that's what we want. Because we want to go deep tonight, Father. We want to look at those things that have hurt us and have influenced the way we relate to others as well as the way we see others. And But also we want to most definitely see how our hurts have affected our relationship with you. Because we sometimes hide from you because of our wounds and we sometimes don't trust you because of our wounding. And so I just appreciate, Abba, that you are going to meet us here tonight in your most gentle and kind and loving way that you always do. And for listeners right now, I just pray that you'd be working in their hearts as well. And we thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we do thank you, Father, because, you know, we we also want to give him all the credit because even though we have some training and counseling, we want to, to give the great counselor the ultimate credit because uh, he is the one who takes us to the places of our wounding and loves doing it. Amen. I just want to, I wanted to also share the number again, just in case, because as we talk about this, there might be some <clears throat> some thoughts or some questions that come up. So the number is 210-340-9585 or toll free one eight seven seven six three zero five seven five seven. And if you'd like, you could always uh, go to info at shadowofhiswingsministry dot com if you'd like to just uh, write in your your question or your comment. We'd be glad to answer it through there as well. So let's jump in a little bit here. What are what are some of the obstacles to getting to your father wound? Um, I think one of the biggest obstacles is the Adventure of, do I really want to look at my past? Because our past hurts sometimes. And sometimes it hurts to even start poking around in our past. Well, I think that even before you get to that place of not wanting to look at it, I think there's a step right there that we don't want to be disrespectful to our parents. We don't, because I think that for the most part, I think parents, they do love and they do want to do the right thing but sometimes even in our brokenness like in my own my own life and parenting you know sometimes you make choices and you make decisions that uh, ultimately can hurt your children and so I think it's important to you have to get past that well I don't want to be disrespectful I really love my dad I love my dad, and I know he loves me, and so it's almost like I don't want to even go there because it would see it would be disrespectful. Absolutely, and and I call that the father ceiling. Sometimes it's hard to push through the father ceiling because it's hard to it's hard not to just say to yourself, you know what, my dad made some mistakes, but he did the best he could, and I'm going to love him no matter what. And that's wonderful. There's absolutely, you're absolutely right, Shay. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I love my dad. I think he was a great man. He provided me with great things. That is absolutely fantastic. And we don't want to dishonor fathers, but we do want to look honestly at the wounds that might have been in our life. And we have to come to, at least in my opinion, we need to come to maybe one understanding. And that is we all have some level of brokenness. Our fathers do. We do. And so even the best fathers may have had some places where their brokenness hurt us as children. And so we are absolutely not here to down your father. But we do want to begin looking at just the wounding that might have been there in spite of your immediate defense, perhaps, to say, oh, no, don't talk about my dad. My dad did the best he could. And I want to say, praise God, he did the best he could but let's still look at some wounding here and let's see what might have happened. Well, let me ask you a question. So, yeah, I understand that it's important to look at that, but why not just let it go and forget about your past? Well, I think to forget about it means to act like you weren't hurt. And 
sometimes hurts in our past lead to problems in our present. And so it's easy sometimes just to say, oh, why dredge that up? But say, for example, we you, we sometimes work with folks, and I'm just going to give an, a general example here. Let's say uh, there's a you're a, lung, a young lady, and growing up, you know, your dad did the best he could, but he was distant, and maybe he was a little bit rejecting in your femininity. Maybe he didn't know how to connect with you, so he was a little bit standoffish towards you. Didn't have a lot to say was pretty um, cold towards you. Didn't really know how to share his, emo- his emotions or he didn't really know how to connect with his, his young daughter. And so let's say this daughter grows up and she doesn't really fully understand his love. She may know he loved her by the way he said, oh, you know I love you, or maybe he never said it, but he gave her her clothing and her school supplies and... You know, he was there every night, but she never really learned what it was to feel his love. He was not warm to her, and he didn't cuddle up with her in the evenings. Well, as she grows up, sometimes what she finds is is her relationships with men. As she starts to find relationship, they're not as they're not as healthy as she would like. Or maybe she has several boyfriends, or maybe she has several failed relationships. Because what her father failed to show her was what true love looks like and what it could feel like. And as she didn't know that growing up, what she felt perhaps was more rejection and a bit of abandonment. And so she could say, oh, yes, I know my father loved me, but did he really accept me? Did I know that I was the apple of his eye? Did I know that I was accepted by him? And sometimes a child doesn't see that. And so... In my opinion, the great reason not to just say, oh, well, that's water under the bridge, so to speak, I'm just going to let that go, is you end up finding, if you look back over your life, that perhaps you're in a relationship where there's not a lot of love, or perhaps you've had a lot of failed relationships, and sometimes you have to go back and deal with that wounding, that rejection, that abandonment, that inability to feel closeness, or that fear of never feeling complete closeness, and and begin looking at it to see how Jesus can heal it. And you have to go back there to do that. And so, you know, I guess ultimately also it would also have to be looking at yourself and just how God sees you and not really being able to live in the truth of what, you know, what Christ made you to be and you're the way he created you. Absolutely. I think our biggest failures in relationship or relating to people, even relating to God, are lies that are taught us along the way. You know, the lie of you're not good enough can sometimes be perpetuated by a father who didn't accept or didn't seem to accept his daughter or his son fully. You know, sometimes uh, when working with, with folks, uh, we will ask the question, did you feel like your father was proud of you? And sometimes people respond very quickly, oh, yes, I know my father was proud of me. But as you begin to talk to them and say, how did you know that? Then they aren't as easily able to find where they really knew it. And as a matter of fact, what they begin to find is places where they weren't sure that he was proud of them. Well, if you have a, a daddy here on earth that you're afraid wasn't proud of you, sometimes you can feel that God is somehow distant from you. Why am I not living up to his expectations? Or what do I need to do to feel closer? Why can't I feel close to God? It's this feeling of I don't feel close to him because I don't, I'm not sure he even thinks I'm doing an okay job, which can be a lie from Satan because anytime we're told you're not doing very good, especially in the eyes of God, it can make us want to go, "Uh uh-oh, I better just stay away because if I get too close, he might see that I'm a failure too. Right. I just wanted to just let everybody know they're listening to Lee and Shay Preston, and we are from Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and this is our, it's called Healing Hidden Wounds, our segment that we have, and we're just kind of trying to answer some questions to life's tough questions. 
And if you would like to call in, it's a call-in show. We'd be happy to to talk with you and answer questions. Our number is 210-340-9585, or you can call toll-free 1-877-630-5757. And we're just sitting here and we're talking about um, just father wounds. And so... Um, what are some other father ones, do you think? Well, I always think it's interesting to at least begin looking at what are some beliefs, you know, that my dad or, or, or a person's dad had about about me as a child. So as a listener might be sitting out there thinking, okay, what is this all about? You know, it's just to begin asking yourself, you know, what, what was my dad's belief about me? You know, sometimes I will ask folks, um, you know, what would happen if you were eight years old and you went to your daddy and you said, you know what, daddy, I just don't know that you love me very much. I, I always want to know, what do you think your dad would have said? And I usually get some pretty puzzled looks <laughs> because people aren't sure what to answer with that. Well, and I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm thinking if there's somebody out there that's sitting and listening and thinking about that question, I mean, just in my heart, I just sense that... You know, there might be folks out there that hear that question and they think about it and they just feel like a, an emptiness or a sadness in their heart. And I think it's important to look at that because to me that's like a big major sign of, of a different type of father wound, but it is a father wound. Absolutely. And it is, it can be labeled a bit of a rejection because that empty place can sometimes say, you know, if I were to ask my dad, uh, do you really love me, and he weren't to respond, or maybe he's not even in the picture anymore, you know, or there's a response that I always uh, offer to folks. There's several different similar responses. One is, uh, don't, what are you asking that? That's a dumb question. What are you asking that for? Of course I love you, you know, or, well, of course I love you. I put those shoes on your feet and I put food on the table, so of course I love you. Or sometimes it's a response of just, you know, get away, you're bothering me. Any of those responses or any other ones can be hurtful uh, because it may not be very obvious. And so certainly to an eight-year-old, an eight-year-old doesn't have the mind to be able to walk around going, oh, my dad wouldn't answer my question about whether he loved me or not. But he might walk around and wonder, does daddy care about me? And as he grows up, Maybe the only way daddy shows his love to him is through duty or performance or action. And so sometimes that emptiness is just not knowing his love. You know, I think the father, our God, when we have questioned him, which I have questioned him, maybe others haven't, but I think we all question him at some point of, do you really love me? He's always come to me and said, of course I love you, Lee. How can I show you more of my love? And he knows the answer to that already, but he's wanting to dialogue with me because he wants me to understand his love. And so it's a it's a much different response than just, well, of course I love you. Don't ask me a, a silly question. Right. And as you were saying that, I was just thinking about how sometimes um, I just kind of wanted to explain to people how the link between a father wound can also affect the way that that we feel God, our relationship with God, is that if you do have a father that um, that kind of is, is performance-based and, and those kinds of things, you may feel like, wow, if I don't do things right, God's going to be disappointed in me, or he's not going to like what I did, or if I, do, I haven't done this, and so he, or he's going to be really proud of me, or God really likes me better, he loves me more if I'm you know, doing everything, and I'm at the church every time the doors open, and I'm giving my money to missions and making uh, shoeboxes for children in third world countries and those kinds of things. Sure, we begin to see God's love as something we can earn. And that's usually because we have grown up in a father, uh, with a father that has accidentally taught us that love can be earned. 
And I'm absolutely not saying there's anything wrong with those things. Sure. I want to stress that I'm not saying it's wrong for all those things. It's just that if you if you don't do those things, do you feel like God is going to love you less? And absolutely. that kind of is kind of the reflection of of how your own father, if you didn't do enough or if you didn't do it right, you know, how would he feel about you? Absolutely. And I, that's a beautiful clarification because we are absolutely not saying that it's not good to do great things and want to do great things for the kingdom. But there is a, a great dividing line between a place of knowing that God's love is consistent regardless of how great we are or not great we are versus a place of performance that says, well, if you love, if I do enough for you, Lord, then you'll love me. You know, I, I, I want to share a personal story. It was a great time in my life when I was attending a church here in San Antonio and and I was struggling, uh, going through some time of healing, and a, and a lady came up to me at this church I was attending, and I didn't know her. She was a stranger to me, but she came up to me and said, you know, God wants me to let you know that you don't really trust him. And uh, I, I should have taken it in a in more of a soft and gentle way, but I got out to the car and I was mad. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, what is this? What is going on here? This lady tries to come up to me and tell me I don't trust God. You know, I've been saved since the age of eight. and <clears throat> Excuse me, all the the uh, list of things I, I knew about God. And, and yet I was just frustrated that somebody would tell me I didn't trust God. Well, that's a key right there, listeners. If somebody tells you something and it makes you frustrated or makes you angry, it might be a good place just to look around. I'm not saying every time, but just to kind of look around in it. But I started looking around in it, and over the next several months, the great words that came to me from uh, from my Abba was, you know what, Lee, you do trust in me, but you don't trust me. And I just really want to clarify that, because that can be, that's a great place of understanding, is a place of knowing I not only can trust in God, but I can also trust him. His heart towards me is good. And his heart towards me is is trustworthy, not just to trust that he's present, but to trust that he is has my back, so to speak, that he loves me. And so that can be a broken place in father wounding as well, because sometimes that feeling that I'm not just real close to my dad or I don't know that my dad knows me can sometimes cause a lack of trust. It can cause relationships to feel untrustworthy. It can cause a place where we kind of stand off from people. So those are some places of father wounding as well. I just want to one more time offer the, the telephone number in case you'd like to call in. You have a question or a comment. It's 210-340-9585 or toll free at 877-630-5757. Again, you're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio with Lee and Shay, and uh, we're just glad to have you here. I think one of the most interesting things to look at with father wounding is beginning to to understand what has it done to me today? What are some of the effects of my wounding on me? Uh, and I think it's important to, to look at our own relationships sometimes with that. And sometimes what, what we begin to see is a father wound causes us in relationships to hold back a little bit, especially if a father has abandoned uh, a child. You know, and I, and I want to speak specifically to that. Um, sometimes a guy will tell me or someone will say, you know, I didn't have a father, so how can I have a wound? Well, I want to speak directly to that to that person. Certainly when you don't have a father, you still do have a wound. And that's even if your father left the picture at, at two years old or three years old. Because I want you to think a little bit for a moment about that little child, either whether you're a little girl or a little boy, who who grew up trying to figure out where is my dad. Uh, maybe you had a, a father-son picnic or a daddy-daughter day at school and your dad wasn't there. Well, I know you may not think about it in this moment, but I can tell you that back then, if you really were able to get in touch with that part of yourself that experienced that, there's a place of abandonment there. There's a place of 
how come they have a dad and I don't? And where is my dad? And why doesn't he want to know me? And so that is a place of wounding in and of itself. And I'm just offering it to you. Uh, something to pray about, something to look at. You know, Jesus is our great healer. He always will be. And the great healer loves to go in and turn over some stones. Uh, we talked a little bit last, last week about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, sometimes it's hard to love with all of our heart if part of our heart is broken. And a father can do a lot of damage unknowingly as he's raising his children. And sometimes that damage comes when he unknowingly abandons or he rejects. And so trying to get to those wounds of what did my dad think of me? What did his, what were his feelings towards me? And, and just finding those places of, of wounding can sure be helpful. Well, and as you're sitting here and you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, the dads that may be out there that may be saying, wow, you know, what is my son saying about me? So what would you say a father should tell a son about himself and about maybe where he's been with his own, with his own father and maybe some wounding that he feels like maybe he has caused? Well, certainly, um, I'm speaking from a father heart myself, so I know that I haven't done things perfectly. And so I think the best thing a father can ever offer to his his son or his daughter is just, you know, as they're old enough to understand, as they're old enough, even if they're not old enough, even if they're still young, to try and do things differently now, to try and spend more time even when you don't want to or, or do special things even when you're tired and you're in the end of the day. But if you're kind of sitting out there now and you have, you know, teen kids, 13 and above, and you're thinking, you know, what what can I do to improve my relationship? I think the best thing that we could ever do is just offer them an open dialogue. Hey, can we talk about this? Hey, I needed you to know. I know I haven't been perfect here, and I'm sorry. And I'm sure there are times that I may have hurt you. And and you might get the standard, oh, forget it, Dad, it's no big deal, or who cares, or it's over, or, it's water under the bridge. But to kind of keep that dialogue open so that that son or that daughter knows, okay, there's something here that's moving in Dad, and to keep offering it and to keep opening the dialogue with words of love. I do love you, and I am sorry I haven't been here, or I haven't always been there for you. The great thing is God is always the God of second chances and more. He's the God that loves to restore things. He restores what the locusts have eaten, and he loves to make all things new. Again, if you'd like to call in, we're going to take a little break here, but if you'd like to call in, you can call in on the local number, 210-340-9585, or toll-free at 877 877- Six three zero KSLR, and we just like to let him email talk. Also, love is done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Love is done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Love is done its part. Now let him. Welcome back to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, uh, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and tonight we're talking about the father wound. And um, this is a wonderful song. It talks about uh, a father and his daughter praying together, and uh, 
We just thank you for joining us. Uh, we want to offer to you the, the, fo- the phone numbers you can call in on if you have a question or a comment. The phone number locally is 210-340-9585 or toll free at 877-630-5757. We'd uh, certainly enjoy your call. I think we have a caller ready. Uh, hi, Gilbert. This is Lee. You're on the air. What's your comment or your question? Are you talking to me? Yes, Gilbert. Yes, Gilbert. Okay. Um, uh, like the Lord, He, uh, uh, everybody sins. He, He puts the sins as far uh, as the east is from the west. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, father wounds, I, I don't think there would be anybody that would uh, say that they have never done something like that, you know? Sure. And uh, even the sons that they, they did it to, they're going to grow up, and they're going to make mistakes, too. Absolutely. But the Lord forgives everybody, and the Lord, I don't, I don't think he wants us to remember things like that and bring it up. Because he says that he he will forget things, and I just don't think that it's a good idea just to bring it up, you know, because that could cause more animosity. I'll just hang up and and listen to to what you say. Well, thank you, Gilbert. I appreciate it. Um, We are absolutely, and I want to appreciate Gilbert's call. It brings up a great point. It, it does not always mean when you go out looking for wounding and hurts in your own heart, it doesn't always mean that you go to your father and say, this is what you've done to me or this is what happened to me. But, you know, if if I'd had an opportunity, and I know Gilbert's off the air, but I would have asked him, you know, if had he ever had hurts from his own father that he felt affected his present and that's really what we're talking about, is wounds that continue to affect us. Uh, I am absolute believer in God does not hold a record of our sin. He throws them as far as the east is to the west and to the sea of forgetfulness. But I do believe that sometimes the wounding of those who've taken care of us and the wounding of others even, we're, we may talk at some point about other people besides just mom and dad, but... For tonight's purposes, we're talking about dad and, and certainly, you know, any wounds that he did may or may not have been intentional and certainly was out of his own brokenness. But sometimes what we find is the hurts of our past we accidentally live out on our children. And so it's important to start looking at, at those wounds. Yes. And I, I think it's important to look at kind of, you know, like when you, like in the Bible, it talks about the root of bitterness. And, you know, even in somebody's life, you know, they may have bitterness um, from that, kind of the root of that is anger. And if you have had some hurts in your past or something that's happened in your past that's caused you to have anger and you've kind of left it there and just tried to forget about it and, oh, I just I forgive this person. I forgive this person. Sometimes if you're really down in your heart and down in your soul where God, you know, is kind of wanting you to look, if you really have not been able to love and to truly forgive, sometimes that can turn into a root of bitterness, which affects your life. Absolutely. Because the root of bitterness can keep you at arm's length from people. It can it can make you stay away from relationships and not... Go deeper in your relationships. And certainly, you know, there's a great question there about just why not just forgive? Why not just say, well, I'm, I forgive you. You know, I know a a time in my own life where uh, a well-meaning pastor said, well, Lee, why don't you just, as an act of your will, why don't you just forgive? And, and my will was ready to forgive, but my heart hadn't fully understood what to forgive yet. And so sometimes it's important to walk through the wounds, to see what's there, and and 
and continue to work through the forgiveness. Because as Jesus said, how many times are we supposed to, to forgive? He says 70 times 7. And sometimes it takes a little more than just as an act of my will, I will forgive. It's important to go on past that and say, okay, what do I need to forgive and what does it do to my heart? I think we have another caller. We have Harold. Hello, Harold. This is Lee and Shay. You're on the air. Hello, this is Harold. Um, I wasn't going to call tonight, but I managed to hear the last gentleman with his comments. And I've been thinking about that, that same thing that he's talking about all week long. You know, when your wife asked me last week, so what happened to you when you were 10? And I don't really, you know, like you might have to forgive me for saying this, but I don't think this is a healthy thing to do. Um, things between people in the family have already been forgiven and forgotten through pastors, rabbis, uh, counselors. And to sit here at, at night and just think, what can I bring up that has already been forgiven? You know, am I holding something in? It's not healthy. It's not healthy for me. And, you know, as a, almost a 60-year-old person, it's not healthy. I mean, unless you're looking for someone that's very young and is totally afraid of the world, I mean, their parents, what chance are they going to be listening to? But, it, but you know, I listen to the Ron... Harbaugh show, and I'm not a fan of his, but on the way home from work. And, you know, I tell you, that's an, you know, regardless of what he believes and everything, it's an uplifting thing. This is a very, you know, it's been irritating me since I've first started listening to it because I don't see where the hope is. You know, I don't see where the comfort it comes in from. And well, I, I sure, I sure hope that we, uh, I'm, I want to upfront apologize for irritating you, but. Well, it's not just irritating me. I really believe that, you know, you want me to say something. I wish I could, uh, some hidden thing. I told my mother the other day, she's 80. I told mama, hey, mama, you know, this and that in the radio. And she goes, oh, God, Harold, please don't say anything to put me in jail. I said, mama, you haven't done anything to put me in, to get put in jail. But that's, she was upset by it because, you know, where is, and then if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, there's the forgiveness right there. You know, there's a lot of that going on. And it's, But you know I what, Harold, I'm going to interrupt you because I want to respond to you. The, okay, I, I, okay the, great. You know, the, the most amazing thing is, is you may have a relationship with Christ that's strong enough to go back into your past and see where your hurts were and ask him to heal those places. But not everyone is that strong. Not everyone is that capable of knowing that something is there. And all we're offering is, is that it's, you know, in my opinion, I mean, I, I'm just offering you my opinion, which is there's great hope in finding our wounds and allowing Christ to heal those wounds. He, but, he has a wonderful way of taking our personal experiences and healing them. Sometimes though, Harold, I think we're afraid to look at our past because we just as soon let sleeping dogs lie. Well, but sometimes know, think, that's not healthy because it can, it is as Shay said earlier, it can cause a person to, to cover up something that has kept them from fully knowing the love of Christ. And it may not be that way for you. Maybe you fully know the love of Christ, but there's folks out there who struggle with fully knowing the love of Christ and understanding just how much he can love them in spite of the, the wounds of their own past. So I appreciate your comments, and, and I appreciate you sharing. Okay, now, just I know you might have to go. You might have another caller, but here I am left again. And I don't know how many people's listening, how many people feel like me. But here I am left again. It's kind of a frustrating feeling. Why, why am I taking it personal? I mean, even if I said something that was very disturbing, you know what? I'm going to say something that I remembered and with the families talked about it. You know, my grandmother owned a hotel downtown, Pearl Apartments, and there was a suicide around the time of eight years old. And I went upstairs, my dad, he was the manager of the apartment that my grandmother owned you know, on, on Saladad, 456 Saladad Street, San Antonio. And there was a guy laying dead on the floor. Now, am I wounded by that? Now, that's a serious thing. How would you help me with that? Well, I would ask you first, Harold, what, 
What feelings do you have when you think back on that? Well, um, I think it was, uh, I think it took my dad too long to go to tell me to go downstairs. And did that it... would be the first thing I would come to mind. I'm being honest with you. I'm trying to work through this program with you. Sure. Not be left, you know, not be left like, how do I get through this one question? Sure. And so when your dad left you too long in that situation, what do you think it did to that, that little boy, Harold, back then? I, I think, well, you know, my dad, okay, he was 17 when I was born, so he, he may have not had a, you know, experience with things. You know, a, a lot of things are first time, you know, see them as you go, you know, learn as you go. Sure. Um, but I do remember, Standing there, you know, I have a very good memory of the apartment building, and and it just um, my sisters had to stay downstairs. I have twin sisters, Barbara and Betty, and um, it was just something that was kept quiet. But what is it? You know, here I am, sixty, talking about it, and um, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't bother me every day. It's just something that happened in my childhood. I do remember that. But what did it make you feel as a little boy? You're telling me why your dad might have done it, but what did it make you feel back then? If you look back on it, to be sitting there for far too long, seeing this dead person, what did it do to you? Well, I can remember it being on, it was during the week, and I would go spend the night at my grandmother's house on on the west side of town, and we went to church on Sunday morning, like, well, you got to remember, as a kid, maybe I didn't get what happened after that. Right. I just remember going to church and, you know, community church there on Old Highway 90, and um, uh, no one talked about it anymore. And how did you feel that Sunday morning? Well, I, you know, honestly, I can't remember how I felt, but it just seemed like life went on pretty easy. And what do you think would have happened if, say, I had been your dad and I would have said, you know what, Harold, we need to talk? You need because to what? we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And I would have picked you up and pulled you up on my lap, and I would have said, you know what, I'm sorry that you saw that, and I bet you have questions. And so I'm here to talk to you about that, and I'm sorry you had to see that. Well, yes, I appreciate you know, what you're saying now, and and this is what I'm driving at about the show. That's why I was honest to you with you about this particular thing in my past to see where is it going to lead me afterwards. I'm not sure where it's leaving me still. But what do you feel right now? Well, I, I feel that my dad was being guided by a counselor because uh, I had went to a child's guidance center. I don't know if you know what that is or not, when I was very young. Right. And because it turned out that they said, they ended up that I took care of my brothers and sisters too much was put on me. We had two twins and my brother Donnie that passed away of AIDS, like I mentioned. And the doctor said that this boy needs a break. And I got my own little room and, you know, it was, it was a pretty good-sized closet. And when, I, when every day I got picked up from that doctor's office, I wanted him to tell me, ask me what happened. And Daddy never did because the doctor said, and I did confront Daddy afterwards. He passed away a few years ago. But I did confront him and say, Daddy, I wanted you to answer me so bad, asking what we talked about. But Daddy said, no, the doctor said, do not ask him anything. It will come out of him. And I believe that is a big mistake. Sure. And I, and I do believe if that's happening today to kids, parents aren't saying something to them. You know, I mean, we had a close relationship. They did this to help. To see, I think, why I was flunking in school. That's how it started. Sure. And you know what, Harold? I just want to offer you a couple of things. I want to offer you two things here. Number one, you know, I'm grateful that your dad tried and took you somewhere to get some help. But I do want you to, to understand that perhaps what's still eating at you, what makes you feel a little bit frustrated, even listening to the show, might be that there is still a part of you that hurts because your dad didn't realize that you couldn't carry that burden. 
that maybe once again he had put too much responsibility on you. Once again, you're right. That, and that, that was, that's what is still hurting you now, is that I never really got to just be a kid. They looked at me as too old, too responsible. They gave me too much. And you know, I'm not was, saying that your father did it on purpose. I'm not saying you have anything to do really to go back and try to, to, to even figure out what you could do with that particular part. What I'm asking you to just pray about, and what I'm going to pray for you now, is, Lord, I pray over Harold in that place in his heart where he needed protection that night, where he needed someone to just cuddle his soul and say, you know what, I'm, I don't, you don't need to be here. You, this is not for you. You're too young for this. Go and play. Go upstairs. And I just thank you, Jesus, that you want to speak directly to that place. And it may cause some frustration and it may cause some pain, but to speak to that place and say, you know what, your daddy didn't know and I'm sorry you got hurt. And I'm just sorry that you got hurt. And we thank you, Jesus, for helping him to see that. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you very much. And I want to just add one more thing that I did hear stories growing up as my dad, dad had him running the apartment building at 12 years old, doing sure. things at 13 years old himself. And that's... And and again, I, I want to, and I'm, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let you go, but I want to oh, tell you, time's running out. Yes. I just want to tell you, I mean, I'm sure there's a great example right there of your, your grandfather did things to your dad that he then did to you that you don't want to carry on. So I know it may I be frustrating, been. but keep on looking because Jesus will keep on showing. I promise you. Right. And I thank you so much for calling in. Okay. God That's bless you. That's a lot. That's a lot better. Thank Amen. You You're, you, you, thank you so much. Again, we are coming towards the end, but I want to offer one more time our numbers here. We have a little, a few, a few minutes left. 340-9585 if you're in the San Antonio area. Toll free at 877-630-5757 if you want to call in toll free. And you know, that is just an amazing walk is trying to find our wounds because so many of us want to just go straight to forgiveness. So many of us want to say, well, I've forgiven him. And, and I'm not saying that God doesn't call us to forgive, but it's, uh, it is a real truth to look at our past and say, am I sure that I've truly forgiven everything? Because sometimes there are just wounds that weren't meant to be on our plates, but we got them anyway. And if you take this uh, situation of this last caller, you know, that was not a wound that his father probably knew was even there. But I appreciate that God loves to turn over those stones and we can, we can hide from them. We can act like they're not there. But then we may not get the full healing that God has for us and our heart might not fully be completely abandoned to Him. Well, and I would just want to ask you a question. Um, if a person goes in and say, you know, I just wanted to express and kind of look at what the benefit is as far as our relationship with God. We've already, you know, we've already kind of looked at that our wounding or possible wounding from a parent in the past, you know, can cause our relationship with God to be affected. So um, how would you, I mean, how would you look at that? Well, our our wounding of our past is certainly affects our relationships. Are you asking about our Heavenly Father or are you asking about our, our earthly Father? Yes, our Heavenly Father. I guess I'm saying I, we're not wanting to cause, you know, somebody to go and say, this is what you've done to me and to, you know, to just kind of cause a rift between the family. You know, sure. that's not that's not the benefit of you know, of looking at wounding. It's not to cause division or to cause a family disruption. It's to kind of look at your heart. Yeah. And it's an individual thing of looking at your heart. And I'm, I guess I'm saying, how could you explain what the benefit is in looking at your heart and looking at, you know, like Harold, you know, kind of looking at maybe hurts that he experienced in the past and what benefit that would have with his relationship with our Heavenly Father. Sure. Well, and let's take it off of, of the caller because this, let's just use it in general terms. But let's say that a, that a person had that same wound where he was confronted with too much responsibility as a kiddo. 
and he was, you know, exposed to a suicide or something that his parents thought he could handle, but he couldn't. You know, and as that kid grows up and as he takes on more responsibility and as he's taking care of siblings and as he's taking care of the house and as he's taking care of of life and helping his parents, sometimes what that can do to a a God, a father-God relationship with his son is that sometimes he can take on way too much responsibility for God. Well, I have to do this to make sure my relationship with God is still there. Or I have to take on this responsibility or I should continue to be more responsible here because that's what that's where I know God can love me if I do all these things. And I become a great responsible person. And yet God sometimes says, you know what, I'll take this from you. I will be the one who is responsible for this. You rest. He says, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And so the great thing about that is sometimes he exchanges our burdens and our yokes for his. And yet if you're a little boy who's always been told to carry the load and carry the burden and be responsible, then sometimes you can equate being responsible with being loved. So God loves me as long as I take on responsibility. And sometimes God doesn't want us to do that. He says, I've got it. I'll handle this piece. And it can affect us in so many ways because it can also produce a performance-based love. It can say, well, I have to work hard. You know, I remember a, a young man I worked with whose father was a perfectionist and he would go out and try to help him in the garage and his dad would get him to hold the flashlight and, and uh he would try to hold it and of course the bug would go by and it would, he'd get distracted and he'd flash the flashlight over on the bug and his dad would get mad and he finally just quit coming out to help his dad because he thought I can't live up to my dad's expectations. Well that's a father wound. It says you're not living up to my expectations and that can sometimes affect the way we view our relationship with God. We feel like we have to work to win over his love that we have to work to somehow obtain his approval. And that's where the wounding occurs. So let's move on here a little bit at looking at, um, let's look at some signs of a father wound. Uh, sometimes, well, with some, let's just run through the signs real quick. If you've got, um, maybe you have failed relationships, maybe you have, uh, struggles in your relationships. Maybe you have issues trying to figure out what's going on with your relationship or how come you can't seem to get close. Maybe you have a spouse who's always saying, I just don't feel like you love me very much or I don't feel like you're very close or you're not really open. I don't know anything about you. You know, these are key phrases because... It's basically saying there's something here that you need to look at. So we thank you for joining us here tonight, and uh, we ask that you just uh, continue listening in. Don't forget to call in for next week when we'll be looking a bit at the mother wound. Thanks for joining us tonight at Healing Hidden Wounds, by sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Once again, Shadow of His Wings Ministry is listener-supported. And you can uh, go online if you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help uh, sponsor it. You can go on and www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com and donate. Hey, and if you have a question or a comment you didn't get on the air tonight, don't hesitate to send it in. We'd be glad to look at it and answer it next week. God bless you. Love has done its part. Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do.